0: Hi, everyone. Hi,
1: Colin. Hi, Hi, everyone. Dorothy, I saw those great pictures that Robin Zuma took of you. I saw them on my Facebook page. (laughs) You look young and beautiful. (laughs) I think they were mostly of you, Colin. (laughs) Well, I too look young and beautiful. And we're going to share our secrets and some other secrets today. I'm really excited about our guest, Dorothy. I am too. Because it's something that i've been thinking about as i get older uh we have Gigi morgan who's a famous permanent makeup artist down in palm beach florida where she takes care of some of the world's top socialites and she's told me she even has some crowned heads of europe some princesses some queens and even some drag queens so (laughs) she's going to let us in on some things but one of the things I was asking her about in my own quest to stay young and beautiful is I'm getting some thinning hair on the top of my head and my eyebrows are thinning and she's going to talk to me about pointillism, which is a, a technique that she's perfected where it just colors the skin and makes the hair and the eyebrows look thicker. Oh my but God, Doris, that sounds fabulous. I know, I cannot wait. Especially you know for the eyelashes and the eyebrows, I'll just I I just cannot wait. But, Dorothy, in thinking about some of these older girls, like the other night when we were at the Tonys, we were both commenting on Raquel Welch and how young she looked. But in thinking over the week, who do you think are some of the great people that still look young and don't look really like freaks like some of these other famous folks we know?
0: Well, I you know, I think young is a regular uh, relative term nowadays because, you know, 50 is the new 30 because people are living much longer, and there's so much fabulous resources out there to keep you looking young. But um, one woman who is is not old, but I just think she looks way younger than she is, and I, she hasn't had a lot of work done. She looks amazing, is Valerie Bertinelli. She just turned 50, and I think she looks better than ever, um, and uh, also Michelle. Schaefer, who I know is kind of <laughs> blessed with the absolute gorgeous jean, so it's almost not fair, but I think she's gorgeous. Um, and for older women, you know, in their 60s, I would—I really like the one Suzanne Somers is is holding up, and um, I thought Raquel looks great. Now, you had an interesting um, take on Raquel's look, which was that even, I mean, she is a little... You know the woman is how old now? 70. You were saying her hair and makeup made her look a little, a little way out. That you thought her face looked good, but you, that the hair and makeup can make you look a little freakish if you go too far.
1: Well, I thought her hair, in particular, dated. And that in itself will will make a person look older. I mean, I I think as a woman especially gets older, uh, she has to be cautious that. The hair doesn't do something like the hairstyle can't be too dated, nor can it look so trendy that she looks ridiculous uh, wearing it. And I thought uh, of her, uh, Raquel's wig just looked way too plastic and place. I would have preferred to see something more s- soft and flowing. What do you think?
0: Um. Well, I think Raquel is Raquel. I mean, she she has what people expect. Uh, and, um, I, I think she's, you know what I love are the um, these dresses, that gorgeous sheer sleeve. I think that's um, such a great trick, or when of a certain age, because it's still, but it covers the arm, and it's the arm, and I thought her makeup, you know, I mean, she just looks, you know, she looks like Raquel, um, and the hair, I mean, I'm, you know, the bigger the hair, the more it kind of lifts the face, but you don't want to go to the praise the Lord hair that sticks straight up. The church lady hair.
1: Well, I was really I, like, I liked her a Well, I, li- I like the look, too. Uh, and I, I do think that whoever is taking care of her faith, you know, chiseling away, filling it in, whatever they're doing, is doing a magnificent job. But, yeah. you know... Yeah. Uh, one of the other persons that I'm sort of in awe of and I do see her occasionally walking around in New York City is Lauren Hutton who claims to have never had anything done and uh, if that's the case then she's really holding up well but I bet she's an exercise fanatic or a skin fanatic I know she has her own science. so she's doing something even if, even, even if she hasn't endured the knife what do you think Dorothy?
0: You know, I haven't seen Lauren Hutton. Um, I haven't seen her around New York. I don't know that I would, I would recognize her if I saw her because I, she's probably very little and unassuming. I, I have seen Goldie Hawn right around, around that because I live right by the health food store and she's often in there shopping and she looks amazing, especially her butt. <laughs> I think because she's a fanatic about out, she's always been really good to her body and. Um, uh she look, she looks like old age. Just she, old age. She looks really beautiful. Sixty something years old.
1: Oh yeah. Um. Uh, I see her occasionally too. And uh because I live a block away from her and I'm always amazed at how good she looks because I believe that she and I are about the exact same age to the day and there's no way I look I look anywhere. Near as good as she does. Of course, she's a blonde with, a, you know, an ample bosom and a nice tushy. And I don't have those attributes. I've got my She doesn't own have
0: an ample bosom. Goldie, Goldie, doesn't have boobs.
1: No, but the little one that's uh, perky. Well, you know, that's another. Part yeah, of she's, looking young.
0: She's like, and with a beautiful butt. <laughs> she's like J Lo.
1: <laughs> I think look great. At least in the face, I know she's having some physical problems. But as Elizabeth Taylor, I, I, when I see her, yeah. I just think she she's magnificent. Uh, yes. Lately, I think she's been photographed in a wheelchair, which leads me to believe she's having maybe some arthritic problems or whatnot. But I've got to tell you, that face is still uh, just, or, just or perfect. You know, Dorothy. Yep, I agree. You can't can have that color in yourself alabaster well, complexion with the blue eyes and that <laughs> raven hair. But I'm not jealous of you, Dorothy. If it sounds like I'm jealous, don't even go up there because I'm not the least bit jealous. <laughs> Just the fact that I to claw your eyes out the other night at the party doesn't in any way uh, that I would be jealous of you. I have other reasons for trying to claw your eyes out, and you know what they are. But <laughs> um, so, uh, all in all, you think some of these old, these, most of these old girls are holding up? I mean, Bette Miller, who was never really a great beauty, she looks like she's holding up well. That face doesn't look like it's fallen one little bit.
0: I think Bette looks good, and um, and then we were going to touch on the ones who we thought had gone a little too far, and uh, I think one of those is. Well, she's, people say I look like her, but hopefully it's before the plastic surgery that Priscilla Presley um, was is looking a little ghoulish. <laughs> Although she's a beautiful woman. But
1: of course you're I'm gonna, gonna that say wrong. that. Of course you're gonna say Priscilla Presley's a beautiful <laughs> woman since, <laughs> since her told you that's what you look like. Oh, she's a beautiful woman, Dorothy said. But I haven't heard that. Whatever. I know you. She's a beautiful woman. She looks just like me. Those are your favorite words. I'm
0: always asking is it before or after the story? And I know if it's a compliment or not, or if I've had too much Botox. <laughs> um, she had some. Uh, uh, injectables that I think went, went around. So, so uh, and, and and then of course uh, Meg Ryan, who I believe her injectables have calmed. Last time I saw her, she was looking a little better, but she a little
1: too much. Well, I think that Meg yes? Ryan re- did her, herself a disservice when she started getting those inflatable lips. Up until then, I thought, you know, She's a cute girl. It was all the sort of the girl next door. Now she's turning into the Wildenstein next door. she's has gone <laughs> way too far. Well, hopefully uh, she's going to stop. Let's let's hope she or do hope something hope different. Some of some of that inflation goes down because the last time I saw a face like looking into a bowl, and that's not how I picture <laughs> Meg Ryan. Uh, I know. What about Faye Dunaway? I mean, I ran into her on the street the other day and almost fainted. I I mean, I I think (laughs) about these people that are about my age, and I see what they they look like now, and I almost fall on the floor, fall on the street, fall off the chair if I'm on the computer. I almost fainted. I fell up against the wall. when when i saw her passing by what on (laughs) earth has she done to herself
0: i don't know because i always think um having having worked with faye um i she always looked really beautiful when she painted up and when she was on stage and in front of the camera is uh simply stunning still a beautiful lady then when you see her without makeup you you, maybe you see the work um, a little. But I, I don't know. Maybe that's a price you have to pay. I, you know, it seems like some women get little nips and tucks here and there, and they make the transition very beautifully, and they get a little bit done every few years, and you don't notice. And then other women, it seems like suddenly they're just yanked. And uh, I don't know if it's – I mean, I do think the secret is getting maybe a little done. Or you know, you could be like Dr. Phil's wife and do the facial exercises. Which she swears she's never had any work done. Fifty-seven years old. I don't know if I believe
1: her. <laughs> oh well, but well, I'm not even going go toward Dr. Phil. You know what I think about a doctor who isn't even a doctor, and and, who's, Dr. Phil's wife. She's and she's whose and whose first daughter. name can be you know Dr. Feel me up. I just don't go there. <laughs>
0: But I do think Robin looks good, although she claims she doesn't have any work done.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> well, what about Cher? Now, there's a girl. Uh,
0: that,
1: that she, they pushed the needle a little. Cher,
0: she's, like in her own, she's in her own category. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the surgery's relaxed now, and I think she looks great. But when she first got it done, it was, it was a little scary. She's another one that claims she hasn't had any work done.
1: <laughs> well, what what amazes me? Or I think maybe much. she
0: tells people that's work. Their-
1: how do they keep the skin? I mean, how do they make the skin look so smooth and without without a line, without without a without a curve, with 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 nothing? I mean, I've had some work done. I I admit to that. Uh, you've had some work done you admit to that, but we don't have those faces that are that just look like they've been made out of of potty.
0: Yeah, but Colin, you're, you're seeing them after photo after Photoshop. You're seeing them touched up, retouched, or you're seeing them on stage. That Maybe that's why when you see them on the street, you're in shock, because they don't really look like that. I mean, that's the thing about a really good makeup artist, as you know, and good lighting and good retouching. I mean, you're seeing the fantasy. You're not. You're not necessarily seeing the real thing. Um, and that's that's showbiz. You know. I mean, my photos, my professional photos, are very different than the snapshots you see of me in the direct sunlight.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, when we <laughs> come back from the break, I want you to tell me about your experience with with Faye. You said you worked with her. I want I want to hear a little bit about that. And also right after the break we're going to bring on Gigi morgan who uh is going to share some really good tips on permanent makeup and how that can keep us
2: looking young but right now we have to take a break and dorothy and i will be right back with more of the column lively show Tell a little bit about that before we go to Gigi Morgan. Uh, I, did, I toured with
0: her on a Broadway, Broadway national tour of a play by Terrence McNally called Master Class, and she played the role of the uh, fam- famous Greek opera singer Maria Kallas and she was fabulous. She was really amazing. Every night that woman cranked it out on stage for two hours, and she was really amazing. I was, uh, wow I do well, on stage with her
1: <laughs> And is, isn't her real name Dorothy? Is, is it Faye Dunaway's Dorothy, actual Dorothy
0: and of course my real name is, is Dorothy Faye
1: So you're both Dorothy Faye Well, here with Dorothy. us is, is one Gigi Morgan Who can keep both Dorothy Fays looking gorgeous Hi Gigi, welcome to the Pylon Lively Show
3: and hello, Colin and Dorothy. How are you? From where we're speaking from, Florida. Hi, G- <laughs> Hi, Dorothy. How are you? Yeah.
0: What's the What's the temperature there? <laughs>
3: uh, 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 probably today, a hundred
1: and two.
2: Oh <laughs> my, God. my God, Dorothy!
1: Don't go. You <laughs> melt, darling. With all that.
2: I'll melt. Yeah, back melt. Melt.
1: But <laughs> <does> we're having <laughs> really hot. GD does we're having a really hot, hurt. hot summer. Oh, my uh, God. Well, the, are the people still getting permanent makeup, Gigi, even in the heat?
3: <laughs> well, of course, that in Florida, that's one of the big reasons, too, uh, to get permanent makeup. Um, you know, swimming and there's, you know, golfing and a lot of water sports, water skiing, boaters. Um, you know, for Florida, that's one of the big reasons. A lot of the women that do come to me for that reason, because they do say, "Gee, you know, I'm perspiring. I'm outside, in two seconds, I'm soaking wet. My eyeliner's running down my face, and you know, my eyebrows are, are uh, you know, little sweat drops, and I, I'm wiping them off, and then then I'm walking around with no eyebrows, and and um, it rings around my eyes." So. That's one big reason why people here in Florida and, and California and heat, you know, areas of where it's really warm, uh, is to get permanent makeup because, uh, you wake up with makeup and it's waterproof.
2: <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
0: What are, what are the, um, the main things that you do with permanent makeup? Like, what, what are the, mo- the most common, uh, procedures?
3: Okay. Well, t- top of the line, um, is eyeliner. And, and most, um, oh, yeah. If we're talking universal, the eyeliner is number one, eyebrows, number two, uh, then, then the lips are number three, and right. um, then, right. we, then we go from there, and then we do, um, we, I do parametal, which is then we're getting into the areola restoration, scar uh, revision, scar camouflage. and uh, then there's alopecia, people that have, you know, don't have eyebrows or eyelashes.
0: Wow. So I was yeah. interested in what, um, what Colin was saying about the hairline. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Because that seems like a, uh, like, can you give, could you give me a dramatic widow's peak if I wanted one? <laughs> or would it look weird? <laughs> I,
3: okay, now you, uh, repeat that. Could uh, so I give you what? You, you went in and out. Uh, could you
0: give me like a widow's, like a widow's peak? You know, you know the V and the, oh, yeah. the, the, the yeah. vampire V in yeah. the yeah. front?
3: Yeah, you could, you could. Um, I mean, you should, I mean, like Fran I <laughs> yeah, Well, in my, my, uh, my, my company, you know, is called a natural look. And, and I do try to stay somewhat conservative. And yes, if you had sort of a widow's peak, let's say it's a little bit, you know, off to the side or you, you have a couple strokes, hair strokes that could be put in there that to make it a little bit more even and more perfected. Or we need it to come right. down a little bit. Def- definitely, we could go in there and do a couple little short hair strokes, and and actually put that little p in. Uh, I've done also going along with that thinking around the hairline. A um, lot of ladies and you in you were all talking about facelifts and who's uh, overdone it and who. I mean, surprise you to bring up Joan Rivers.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> About
3: over the My line. is but another anyway. one in a category all on its own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway, with, uh, with yeah. people that have that have had facelifts, um, uh, you know, maybe where the scar, uh, uh, some boxes that happened to get a scar right along the hairline. And then uh, we can go in there, and if the scar has spread a little bit, or the, let's say the scar, the color, the melon never came back into the skin area and it see, leaves it sort of whitish, we can go in there mm-hmm. and put skin tone into that scar. Oh wow. And, and they, yeah, and camouflage it and or let's say they go back into the hairline a little bit, but the scar has spread a little bit and it leaves, um, a wider scar and it makes it look a little bit of a bald area. They go in there and put hair strokes or like Colin was saying, a pointillism where we'll put dots that look like hair follicles.
0: That, Colin, you should have that done <laughs> after oh. <your> last face lift. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I said small I said small areas, I didn't say large areas.
1: <laughs> oh gee, you still throw those those ja- the jaggers but, you know uh, uh, a number so t- take those cheap
3: shots <laughs> when uh, I can.
2: Uh, that's why I love you. Uh,
3: by the way, Dorothy, um, I got I have I got the privilege. Uh, I was in New York. Oh, I gosh, maybe it was about a year ago, and I got to see your show. Great show! Oh, you did! Great show! Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I thank you.
0: Was I doing <laughs> uh, Sarah yeah, Palin or was, it was, it was I doing myself? <laughs> not sure. Um, you saw my show at Splash. We, well, I uh, I don't
3: remember who you were doing them all. I think you were, I mean, you just went from from opera to to jazz. I mean, you were doing a yes. little bit of everything. Um, oh, well, thank you for I, coming to the show. In fact, Colin took me there, so great show, great show. Yeah, I said... I was going to say
0: Colin must have dragged you.
1: Yeah. Yes, Colin the director. <laughs> you know what, <well>, <laughs> well, <he> said for, <laughs> I've got a call from Gigi from, from someone.
0: Uh,
1: Alright. Kay from Myrtle Beach wants to ask Gigi a question, so let's let's see sure. what Kay's question is.
3: Hello, am I on? You're yes. on. Hi, how? Thank you. Hi, Gigi. Great. I'm I'm really enjoying hearing your about your uh, permanent makeup. And I, I was wondering, um, you know, I'll, I've never had it done, but I've, I'm i been afraid of, you know, what if you go to somebody and they go, oops, that's a mistake. <laughs> you know, if you put on your own makeup, sometimes you, you miss a little bit. And so that's a kind of a concern. And, and obviously, you're a perfectionist and you're well-respected and you're very good at what you do. But for those of us that aren't near you and can't get to you, how do we find uh, someone to do permanent makeup that's reputable and knows what they're doing and uh, isn't to watch it good good question, good question. Um, first of all, you're in Myrtle Beach, and I, I I actually have people flying in from boston and and other other states uh, even from europe and so i'm not that far because permanent makeup is a day so oh, if that's you need come that's here that's for a day you know to do it it's worth it but the que- the answer to your question number 1 was what if they make a mistake and right. um and 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 i i <laughs> i've gotten to be known for being sort of uh, doing really very good at doing corrective work and actually, you know, if they happen to go a little, let's say they go a little bit too far on the tail, on the uh, the tail of the eyebrow, or maybe a little bit too heavy in the front, or maybe you don't want the square front to the eyebrow, you want it a little bit more rounder. Um, there is there if the technician knows what she's doing, and I and immediately if I know I let, you know did something and I uh, and they don't like it or uh I can immediately uh with
2: the with a
3: uh, liquid that we use I can go in there and immediately take it right out double it right out just go over there making a couple passes and this uh product there's uh, there's called gold Gau- Gau- Pat, and a couple pots and it will lift the color because it's it's still fresh it hasn't healed into the skin so that can be done but let's say you know, a month down the road, uh, she, she noticed that you, maybe the tails went a little too far, a little bit, the eyebrows a little too thick. You can still, we, I was, uh, there's two ways you can do it. She can purge the color out, and what I mean by purging, again, taking some of that tattoo remover, going over that area a couple times, and it'll actually double the color out. And, and, uh, you can, cor- you can do a lot of those little simple corrections. Um, but then the big picture is uh, you totally hate the eyebrow it's totally not the shape you want um, then you you can get it lasered out you could get it lasered out but um, my recommendation and what I do is before we even start doing uh, an eyebrow or an eyeliner the first thing I do is we sit down we the color I do placement, we do the eyebrow, you, we look at both of them, we make sure they're balanced, we measure them, and you look in the mirror, you look sideways, you look down, and, and that takes me a long time. I mean, people say, well, how long does it take you to do eyebrows? It takes me two and a half hours. And people say, oh, that's ridiculous. The girl said you can do it in 45 minutes. But no, half my time is all about making the template, because that is my... That's my guide. What we draw on is what I'm going to tattoo over. So we make sure that it's perfect and you say, yes, Gigi, that's exactly what I want. I love them. And then we go over there and do a couple of hair strokes, make sure that we keep our line in and we go over what we had drawn in and we go right over. So it really eliminates uh, a lot of that mistake. A lot of girls think they're such fabulous artists, and I am a good artist, that they can just freehand go in there and tattoo it on. But I, I, don't, and I've been in it 28 years. I've, I've taught, I've been, I was in Europe all last year for about three or four months working with plastic surgeons and working with nurses and they all think, well, that because they're medically inclined, but they can do this, but there's, a, there's a symmetric And the symmetry that you want to make sure, especially especially with the eyebrows and the lips. So I would say make sure the girl understands the look you want. I tell you to bring in your favorite uh, eyebrow pencil. I tell you to to, you know come in with your eyebrows drawn on the way you like them. And then 99 percent of the time, I do the other eyebrow wipe it off and I say, now look, I strongly suggest this. and I'll draw on a little bit of a different shape for you and, and then you, you know, you'll say, oh yes, I love that because it's, I find a lot of times women will call me and say, Gigi, I know exactly what I want and I have been going on and I want you to follow them exactly. And I mean, if somebody is really clad iron hard on their look, I mean, well, I, my thing is to project your look, not for me to project my look on you. So, uh, But a lot of times, if if a technician has a good background, I have a a master's degree in theatrical stage makeup. I've been doing permanent makeup for 28 years. I have a good eye for design. And a lot of times, I can improve on your design. And um, so I recommend that when you are looking for a, a technician, Ask to see her photos, and make sure they're her photos. I've had people take my photos off my Internet and put them on their website or copy them and put them in their books. So make sure they're her work. See her work. Ask her to give you a couple of the doctor's names, because I know in Florida, and that can be different in New York, can be different in California, but in Florida, you have to have a doctor. uh uh... written doctor that sort of oversees your work he doesn't have to be in your room you don't have to be in his office but he has to oversee your your work and most doctors aren't going to put their license on the line unless they really feel that you're qualified and you know what you're doing so after you know can i see a letter that you're who 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 sponsors you and then ask her for a couple of clients can you give me a couple of clients a uh, name and number and then also the big test is I believe if if you believe in permanent makeup, such as I, I have my eyeliner, I have my eyebrows, and I have my lip liner. You can you know you can come and look at me, and you can see my permanent makeup, and you can sort of get an idea that I am conservative, and I do a real soft natural look. Where there's other technicians that are really very dramatic. They like a really strong, hard makeup look, and my. Theory is, I would rather you come back to me after a month, we do what I call a perfection session, you come back in a month, and you'll say, you know what, Gigi, can we go a little bit thicker, can we go a little bit darker, can we make that tail a little bit longer, I'd rather you tell me to add more than to take it out, it's easier for me to add more than take it out, so in looking for a technician, after how long she did it, after, um, you know what associations she's with. Uh, there, there's a FCP and the AAM. Those are two of the big permanent makeup associations um, that require you, if you're going to be a member, you have to have a amount of years, you have of training, you have to have passed their board, and on and on and on. And so,
0: Gigi, can uh, you? I'm sorry to interrupt, but can you can you tell me those names again? Uh, the sort of again, the, so that the, our callers the orga- and our listeners get the, the name organization.
3: The organization, yes.
0: Is that what you're
3: saying? Yeah, yes. it's SPCP. They can type in SPCP.org and the AAM, I believe it's dot org. AAM. Uh-huh. And if
0: and if the, yeah, the, the the tattoo artist, if the makeup artist is certified by them, then you know they're probably going to be right. Right. A, it,
3: yes. You pop. know. You know. She. Exactly. And it's sort of like the Plastic Surgeons Association or something like that. Right. Plastic Surgeons, they have their, their right. membership. And, and you know, uh, and if, if they've been a member or was a member or used to be a member, that's still good. I mean, some of the girls have chosen after several years, and I'm working one of them. I've been with the association for many, many, many years and just got, you know, just got too involved in my other stuff, but I, I haven't gone back with the association. But I still am involved in, in the meetings and stuff. But I just, for other reasons, uh, they got a little bit political, so I sort of decided to pull away a little bit on that. But I'm saying most of us, and you know, have been with the SPCP or the AAM, and they are they are a guideline to permanent makeup. Again, it doesn't mean because I'm a okay. member that I'm excellent at what I do. At least it, it sort of gets you somebody that is Mary Jane. Uh, because Some states don't require any kind of legislation at all. And, I mean, you know, you could be, uh, uh, wow. you know... A, garbage collector and decide you want to do permanent makeup and just get that and start going to it so, some have no so I, should
0: not, I, I shouldn't go to uh, that nail salon in Queens right well, <laughs> uh, Gigi, we're yeah, going to have to take you know, a quick break sure. we're going to have to take a break and then we're going to come right back because this is a, a really um, amazing topic this, this is the Colin Lively show ladies and gentlemen we will be right back with the Zeus Radio Network
2: with my co-host Dorothy Bishop and we are in a very good conversation with Gigi Morgan
1: who's talking to us about the advantages of looking younger through permanent makeup Gigi, I've got a question yeah. for you also I know yeah. someone whose eyebrows are now purple they didn't start out purple <laughs> but they are sure purple now so can
0: yeah. Stop talking about me, Colin.
1: So that that makes me a little leery of having uh, things done. But tell me, first of all, is that something that's common after permanent makeup? And if it is, how to... In other words, can my friend have hers fixed?
3: Yes, yes. And is it common? um, It's common with amateur permanent makeup artists and women and... uh, and, um, technicians that don't have a good color background and really with permanent makeup those are the two hardest things to teach Colin I mean you were an international color and you know and, and I also was an international uh, hair colorist that uh, color theory is really really important and with permanent makeup with our pigments and with the color of people's skin I mean you've got you know you've got oriental you've got uh, different Caucasian colors, and you've got the Lat- Latinos, um, you've got the Is- Islamic, you've got different colors of tones that have either a warm tone, they have a cool tone, or they have a yellow, or even olive. So when doing permanent makeup, the technician should really, really have a good understanding of color theory, on the color she's choosing and the color that she's putting in the skin. So when I see purple eyebrows, and again, like I said, I, I think I've, I've, I do, uh, I've been doing more corrective work in the last uh, two years because so many people sort of jump on this bandwagon, um, you know, like I said, nurses and, and nail technicians that say, oh, I can do permanent makeup, you know, I can, I can handle a tattoo or a machine. And um when the eyebrows turn purple there's two reasons. That's, that's bad choice. That's a bad choice of color. Either they picked a color that had a blue base and maybe their eyebrows were black or they wanted a dark, dark black color and did black and of course you know Colin and I know the bases of blue The um, base the bases of black is blue or a violet color. And also either that and or she was going to, she was a redhead and I am a redhead. And I have a nice auburn eyebrow that has never turned purple, but they chose a color, a red color with a blue base, more like a violet, a violet red. And then that's why when the color wore off and all permanent makeup, even tattoos on the body, they fade and they will fade. And then that undertone like in hair color that undertone will be the remaining color so yes we can correct that and the way i correct it is uh two steps you have to go in and that on top of that violet and of course what's the what what cancels out violet colin
1: well something warm like orange or yellow
3: mm-hmm. will we'll, we'll cancel
1: out and- violet and-
3: and, and in hair color well and, and also in tattooing we, we have uh, we also have green you know which we don't we don't really have which we really
1: don't have in hair color and then, <laughs> right exactly but Gigi these these are the things that that are going to scare people because a good yeah. like, like anything else like good wigs like like any, like good hair color when it's good people don't detect that 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 it's let's say artificial a good permanent makeup looks doesn't look like makeup it looks like exactly and it and it makes it causes people to look younger everyone remembers the woman with the purple eyebrows and then when you talk about permanent makeup that's that's what you have to work around hopefully you know through hear women talk shows like ours you know, directing people to your website, you directing people back to hearwomen.com so that that your your audience and your friends and your connections can hear more about permanent makeup through your site um, and through the Hear Women Talk site. But um, what you're saying is as as long as people shop carefully because this is something serious. This isn't like dabbing on something in a makeup counter and being able to, to wash them off. That they need to choose someone very carefully. That's what I hear you stressing.
3: Absolutely. And Colin, that's funny and I'm glad you're bringing that up because I have lots of calls during the day and I'll say, uh, first the question they ask me is, how much do you charge for, for eyebrows? And I say, do you want to, are you shopping for price or are you shopping for quality? If you're shopping for price, I'm not the one for you. Because I'm not the cheapest, but I'm not the most expensive. If you want the cheapest, you go to flea market and get you can get your you know, one what a stamped eyebrow. But and it's true down here down here in Florida they got flea markets they're doing they're out open do at flea markets doing a You can get permanent makeup. Talks at the flea and everybody, (laughs) and everybody's getting the same eyebrow. Everybody got has the Clarabel circle eyebrow, and and and, you know it's 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 ludicrous. So uh, you and I say I have a saying, Colin: good art isn't cheap, and cheap art isn't good. And with permanent makeup, you're, it is an artist. It's a person. A good technician is a person that is an artist, and again, like I said, it has good color color theory.
1: Did
2: After you hear? I that, have a
3: question. They, what what is, is, art isn't good. She. Is, <laughs> 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 well, and the same thing with hair yeah, color. Hair Yeah, right. But, and and uh, we Lucy,
0: uh, uh, what, what? What is? Sorry, we're all talking about. What is the? the cost range for, um, you know, permanent makeup? Like, how, how much do you charge in ballpark for for eyebrows? How much for lips? Okay. What's okay What's
3: And I I can give you a U- U.S. Pr- a price. Anywhere, I mean, a good a makeup artist that's been associated with the SBC or the AAM, and really, let me just qualify that, that has insurance. Because our insurance is very expensive. I have like a million dollar policy. I carry more insurance than most doctors. That has insurance, has good products and has uh, you know has a, a, a good background and has a lot of education. The average price in the United States is between 500, starting with 500 up to 1200. And that's for, that for eyebrows. eyebrows. Yeah, eyebrows, eyeliner, and then lips are always more because they do require more work. But the standard price is anywhere from 500 to 1200, and
0: 1200 be in the lips. If somebody's telling you, and how, daughter, how, long does is it, how often do you, do you have to have it how often do you have to have it retouched?
3: Okay, that's a good question too. Everybody is different, um, Dorothy, everybody's different. Um I'm I'm a sun worshiper. I live out here in the sun and so I'm I'm the fading will be uh governed on how much uh, how much ultraviolet rays because that's really the the worst enemy to tattooing. How much sun I get and how much uh, exfoliation, how many um, uh, retina I do, how much uh, I do my skin... And, and lifting, uh, you know, having products on it, and, and how dry my skin is. The more a person exfoliates and the drier they are, will have a tendency to lose the color a little faster. And also, the darker the color, the longer it lasts. So if I do a blonde, a girl that's blonde, blonde has a tendency to have a lot of yellows and taupes in it, and those are the color of the skin. So those will fade out faster than somebody with a, a, a dark brown eyebrow. So... In Florida, I'm gonna, because I know Florida fairly well, in Florida, a blonde, I touch up a blonde anywhere from two to three years. A brunette, somebody with okay. medium to medium brown, anywhere from three to five years. And older people that don't go out in the sun, you know, that are in the 70s or 80s, I basically, sometimes they can go anywhere from five to seven years, so they just don't get out in the sun a lot.
0: Okay. So, Colin, you could go five to seven years
1: years
0: <laughs> <laughs> no why
1: that's what they all say but but then I find that it all starts to travel south after sometimes I feel like it's <laughs> seven minutes I mean uh, when I went for botox, I got it at Christmas, and I think it only lasted until New Year's. But then again, you know, <laughs> you,
3: spray tan, spray tan, Colin, spray tan.
1: In my case, it got way too long. <laughs> when I lift, notice I said my first facelift. They said that I should have had it done before fifty. So, <laughs> uh, I, I guess the key there is the it before it's too late, but. Uh, we're going to have to take another break here in just a minute. But Gigi, b- before we actually have to close the show, I want you to talk about some of the some of the techniques that will actually make us look younger. Like like,
2: okay.
1: like whatever those techniques are, because that's what <laughs> I hear. I I, I I like to hear about. When we talk about what could be done if it goes wrong, it scares me a little bit. But not enough mm-hmm. that I won't do it. But I want to hear about, Colin, this is what will make you look young. But for <laughs> now, we're going to have to take a break, and we'll be back with more of Hear Women Talk on the Zeus Radio Network.
2: Dorothy, this is so exciting. Tattoos to make us look gorgeous. See you in a minute. <laughs> nope. Well, welcome back to
1: Hear Women Talk. That's H-E-R-E, Women talkcom And uh, we're here, Dorothy Bishop and I are here talking to Gigi Morgan. And while we were on break, Gigi was talking to us about looking like movie stars. And now my ears are really perked up. But Gigi, yeah. for me, <laughs> ta- in thinking about make for looking younger i notice that the corners of my mouth are starting to go down where where what used to look like a smile is starting to look more like a frown if 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 i just relax my face Uh, is there any way to sort of like give the illusion of the edges of my mouth turning back up
3: yes yes um Again, make makeup, my uh, makeup, as Dorothy had uh, mentioned earlier, like makeup, what you see on the page is not, not really because it's an illusion. And with permanent makeup, we can create that same illusion. And yes, and by doing that, we would take the corners of your mouth and just put some color and extend the bottom lip actually the bottom lip to come out a little bit further to give an illusion that you know they're they're now meeting they're not o- overlapping um, on women a lot uh, as you're get, uh, you know talking about looking younger as you get older of uh, the collagen in our lips and the hormone change causes the women's lips to get thinner and smaller so what we do is um, we go in there with the permanent makeup and we just go, we call it cheating, we just go a little bit over the familiar edge. And we do this on stage and makeup a lot to create a bigger lip. And we just go over that familiar edge and, and fill it in and make the lip look fuller. And not only as you get older, because we lose a lot of the color in our lips as we get older. That's just a natural aging process. But when we put that color back into the lips, it actually makes the lips look more useful. And also the color, it also makes you, can, choosing the right color, it also makes your teeth look whiter. And when your teeth look whiter, it also makes you look younger. So we can create that. Illusion also with the make the make the lips look thicker and make them look fuller and also people say well will pick out those little wrinkles. Well, because and real quickly when you go in there to do the tattooing, it creates like a little bit of a, of a smoothness to the skin. So actually, it sometimes fills up those little tiny wrinkles and gives that lip line a even a smoother look. Um, so yes, Colin, that would be. Uh, Permit makeup can create illusion of a, a fuller mouth, and like you said, not it looking so droopy. Because we can also cut the the short on the top and not send that color out to emphasize that
1: mm-hmm. droopiness. Well, another thing you, you mentioned that really perked my ears up is call is making the teeth quieter. I've actually had a couple of consultations, and I know there are. A, a lot of ways to approach whitening the teeth but one of the reasons I haven't done that yet it's because one of the consultations I had about the teeth was that they shave the outer edge of the tooth off and then they put this laminate over it but I've had problems in the past where I've had a bridge attached and then the tooth, the healthy tooth that was attached to the bridge then, then ends up with problems and then I lose another tooth. So shaving off the enamel part of my own teeth is a little bit of annoying as much as what happens if something. if a bacteria gets between the laminate and the remaining remain part of the tooth. So when you talk about... Uh, a make makeup procedure that will make my teeth look whiter, not, without something scary happening to the teeth themselves. That really gets my attention.
3: Well, now into I I've done many, many men. I mean, I'm not talking. Uh, men with alternative lifestyle a lot of the straight, straight men. And, um, and also, I've done men that are, are, in the movie modeling business, and they've gotten scars in their lips, they've gotten, uh, an accident, and we go in there and we fit in the color. So we have to be very careful, uh, so that it doesn't look too feminine, and to keep it in a nude, uh, you know, a nude color for when, when we're dealing with men. And, and with women, we, you know, we have carte blanche. With men, you have to be really careful, and by enhancing the lip liner on you a little bit, not so that it's feminine, but putting in a nude, what I call a natural lip tone, it, it will. It could create a, a nicer, fuller lip and a more youthful lip. And again, like I said, giving an appearance that your teeth are whiter. And we can do that. And let's go on, move on with eyebrows. I mean, eyebrows. Uh, we want on Dorothy, I mean, I, I know she's she's uh, she knows a lot about makeup oh, also, but we can do with eyebrows. eyebrows. Hello? We Eyebrows can also yep. create more of a lift. Uh, uh, it all depends on where we put the, uh, the arch. We can move it over a little. Create the eye to look more open. Uh, I know on um, a lot of uh, African Americans, I bring in the eyebrow a little bit closer so that the nose doesn't look so wide. Mm. So we can, with, even with eyebrows, get more of an open, almost like a, a face I, I have women, I've done eyebrows, and they say, oh, my God, it looks like it took 10 years off of me because we gave them arch. Oh, I love
1: Can you, um, I thought, go ahead. I
3: thought, I thought, you, I thought I thought you left me. Anyway, so we can create, you know, an uh, uh, an eye to open. And then the another thing we do is it's called an eyelash enhancement. And I do this a lot on men, too. We can go actually in there and implant the, the pigment between the eyelashes, not in the eyeliner, not above the eyelashes, but right in the eyelashes, putting some little dots, like we call it pointillism. It's a, it's a type of an art, pointillism, and going in there and speckling the color in between the eyelashes. So when you open your eyes the eyes look the eyelashes look darker and the more luscious more thicker and I do that on a lot of beauty queens that don't want to be stuck with just eyeliner but want to enhance their eyelashes and then on the bottom we might go in there with a little bit of a lighter brown and we might do like a little smudge it doesn't have to be a liner with men you want to be uh, and you know, in some women, I like more of a smudgy look than a line, bold black, brrr, straight smug, uh, black line. We go in there and do a little smudgy line, or sometimes I'll use a nice, pretty khaki brown, and then uh, and then underline it with a little bit bit of green if we want to emphasize the green in their eyes. So then we can make that eye look more open and make their eyelashes look thicker and darker and longer. And I'd like to address this, and I'm sure a lot of women and our listeners are working uh, that are listening to us. They have somebody that uh, is a has is dealing with cancer, going through chemotherapy, have tremors, have. Um, have, a degenerative eye disease. Permanent makeup is wonderful, this. I mean, we, I deal with a lot of cancer patients that are going for long-term chemo. And, you know, for them to wake up and have their eyebrows on once the hair's gone, I mean, it just makes them feel so, so much better and just feel like they still have their dignity. And, and permanent makeup, you know, just helps them get through that hard time. and, uh, so I, I say permanent makeup is also create beauty and help us look younger, but it also helps us get through some of the uh, illnesses and sicknesses and some of the, uh, you know, wow. unfortunately, some of the Parkinson's or tremors that are going around, you know, that people have. It, we, I do a lot of those women, too, and it, it just it has changed their life.
1: Well, Gigi, wow. you clearly are of knowledge and I wish we could go on and on and on with this topic because I feel like we've just <laughs> well, barely I... Yeah,
3: yeah. touched the surface and, and I want to offer this to your listeners. Uh, my website is uh, www makeup.com, naturallookmakeup.com and if they want to email me I'll call them, I'll answer all their questions if there's some personal questions they would like answered I'll be more than glad to uh, offer that to your listeners
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for taking time, and you, I've Eugene. I've loved it. And thank you. And I'm sure you'll be hearing from people, and especially Dorothy <laughs> and me. And okay. so Dorothy, come, come on down. <laughs> As we say Dorothy.
0: in Florida, <laughs> I want that hairline I want that hairline thing. I always wanted. My sister inherited the family widows,
1: and I want, and I and want, I
0: want one.
1: <laughs> and I want everything. And I want this. Thank and I'm going to go on the web this and it's do me over. So, uh, Dorothy, I really yes, do darling. think a widow's peak would be lovely. Uh, in fact, I do too. I've been thinking for a long time, Dorothy really needs a widow's <laughs> peak. So, uh, <laughs> well, I can hardly wait when we have another great guest that will help us stay young and beautiful, but for now we've got to sign off from the radio network for Hear Women Talk Bye Dorothy
0: Bye everyone Bye Colin See you at the Tattoo Parlor